Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! Welcome to a special, special edition of the Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com. Why is it special, Josh? Well, we had a big game last night. The Superb Owl. The Superb Owl, because I think we're, we will have to pay the NFL a million dollars every time well, we mention anything. Th- this is somewhat editorial, so I guess is- we can actually say Super Bowl? Or Superb Owl, as I call it. The Superb Owl, so you can get away with it if you're advertising and trying to use it in something. The big game. The big game. That's what I saw the Amazons of the world calling it the big game. So we're going to do a kind of a recap, very, uh, maybe not, but opinionated critique of what we saw last night in the Superb Owl. I'm going to start off by saying, if you look at my background or know me, there's probably not a person that likes political advocacy more than I do. I have worked in a presidential administration. I've worked on a campaign from presidents down to city council. I've also been a uh, delegate for a political party. I've chaired county action committees, whatever you want to call it. And here's the thing. You're talking to someone who gets off on political advocacy, and I'm so sick of it in advertising that I'm I'm t- here today to be the guy saying, kids, get off my lawn, the old crotchety, stop it, because no one likes it more than I do, and now no one's hating it more than I do. When brands think they're, they need to advocate, and yet they cut off half their audience, I feel like. You know, a word that, that I've used over and over on this podcast, that if you're a client or a Coworker, you'll hear me use over and over, and that's appropriate. There, there's an appropriate time for everything. And listen, I'll tell you, from political advocacy to personal advocacy, you know, we work with a lot of startups at my company, and what we wind up seeing is every new business pitch comes to us tied to, well, then I'm going to give profits to charity. You haven't made a profit yet. Yeah, and it's before people have made a profit. And now we've got large companies who I would say don't consider their shareholder at times, or maybe the shareholders are forcing them to do it, but there's somebody missing out and have forgotten that they're a business and that there's a time and way to attract customers. I mean, marketing department, which anybody that, you know, I'm, I am for a business owner's right to, to decide what he wants to do with his business and his platform. So anybody can do anything they want to. I, I am for that. But as a marketer, I believe by business is not to market some cause. I think we've got a lot of people to do that, a lot of entities to do that. My business is to increase sales, or, or my job is to increase sales for my clients, not to convince them to do some advocacy spot. I've always felt that sports, and, and I love sports, so you're speaking to two things. I like politics and sports. But the point of this is sports is supposed to take you away and be a distraction. I, this is my opinion, our podcast to take you away from the everyday struggle. It's you get lost in the game, you get lost in the sportsmanship and the action and the competition the entertainment. and the entertainment of and, it. And for whatever you might say about Lady Gaga about her halftime show, I think she really got that. She had this 
platform probably got some bruises over you had a platform to say something didn't say anything hi mom hi dad just you know, perform just do perform. just do your thing i thought that was very telling that that she was there about having fun and about everybody look guys let's well and her her lyrics and her songs say enough that she doesn't have to say anything outside of her music anyway absolutely today in our discussion i'm gonna start off with brands stop it stop the politics just get it out stop it it's dumb and here's my examples of how it's dumb. 84 Lumber, or Lumber 84, which one is it? Is it 84 Lumber? I think it's 84, 84 Lumber. 84 Lumber. That ad, very controversial. The ad online is six minutes long. Six minutes. You go to the site. It, it broke the site. I mean, this is, this is in USA Today today. It broke the site. You couldn't get to it. 84 Lumber is a business that sells lumber, I think, to construction companies. Lumber supply. Buy. I mean, it's 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 in the same genre as Lowe's and Home Depot. And here's the deal. You may alienate 30 to 40% of the populace because what the media, which obviously trends towards a certain political direction, forgets sometimes is that everyone doesn't think the way they report. And you saw that in this presidential election. Now, I'm not saying I voted for either one of the candidates because that's not what this podcast is about. It's about advertising. And my point is, if you're a brand... Please stop trying to advocate because if I'm an 84 lumber salesperson, I'm waking up this morning going, what did we just do? What did we just spend $10 million on? Then what did we just spend money on to not have our servers be able to handle the crazy traffic we got? And is anyone talking about 84 Lumber as a product today? You know, maybe it goes down as one of those wily moves or whatever. Everybody will justify their own their own stuff. Well, well now people know about us and go and find us and i'm going to be mr neutral and mr technical maybe they want to build the wall with 84 lumber you know <laughs> who knows what their message is and, and it was and, a weird like reverse and, and in thing. case you don't know and couldn't go to the website i mean the rest of it is they get i couldn't i tried beautiful beautiful shots beautiful story i mean as, oh, as production far as a, was great as far as a story goes people wanting to come to america I don't care who you are. You cannot argue against people wanting to. But the thing I would say is it's an American company willfully promoting breaking of the law. There's, there's a way to do it. Maybe they're trying to say they get to the wall and then they couldn't find the whole, you know, the, the entrance well, to, the to begin the Super Bowl made them change the ad. It originally, ha it originally had a, a wall in it and was kind of a, I don't know if it had images of Trump. I don't think it did, but it had, no, an, it, it had the, an anti. It, it was a cut down of the thing you can see online, which is where I want to go, is there's a, an implication of a network, which just you understand, networks aren't government. You do not have free speech in private business. You can be censored there. But here's the thing I want to connect it to another ad to kind of maybe roll us into the um, the greater discussion, is you had buy which until today, or, or until last night, I didn't know how to pronounce the drink. That was drink. probably my favorite ad because I have kind of a the old man crush on JT. I think I, I like the, when I, the I, Memphis soul singer and hip, pop guy. I like Justin Timberlake. And when you brought in Christopher Walken and he's singing the lyrics, and as you said, look, I'm – Southern guy who mangles my syllables every chance I get. I didn't know how to say the name of that product, and I'll drink it. I drink their coconut water sometime, and I'm sitting there going, I never knew how to say it. It's actually buy. You know, you've got 84 Lumber that has low awareness, low name idea. I don't know how many locations they have compared to Lowe's and Home Depot. In that competitive field, so it stands to reason they probably have low name idea. I was not able to find any numbers on this. Home Depot is the second largest retailer in America. I forgot how many times larger than Lowe's. So I'm going to say that 84 Lumber is fighting over a very marginal scrap that's left over at the end of this. 
So this is a name ID time, right? And they they don't even let you know what they are. But, I mean, somebody's going to claim victory that people Googled and wanted to know, and now they're part of the conversation, which may be true. But, again, there's that danger of alienating. I want to connect this to two ads, the Budweiser ad, the immigrant ad, and and buy. And, and I'll start with buy in, in the positive. Uh, going Jumping over to it is – didn't know how to pronounce by before. Another low name ID product. Brand. Yeah, brand. They hit a home run getting you to know how to say it. Because if you didn't know how to pronounce a drink, it's impossible to order one. Not that you go to a bar and order a buy, but go pick me up a Coke. Go pick me up a Pepsi. Go, go get me one of them bay buy. It's just too hard. I can't. I like that bay coconut buy. Bay buy. So, so they did a good job and probably paid JT and Walken a ton of money, simple concept, simple setup. People now, because it's an infectual, infectious song, are singing Bye, Bye, Bye. Jumped on, on stuff that already exists. And knowing what songs cost, I mean, that was $5 million production, probably. Uh, $5 million. That's a $10 million total spot for yeah. 30 seconds. I'll pause in my relating this to Budweiser and and give my, my compadre a... a Chance. Now, just on the ad meter, that was probably my favorite ad, but everyone has their personal taste. I like Christopher Walken. I like JT. And, and the fact that JT doesn't say anything, he just like he just looks at him kind of like, why are you saying the lyrics to a song that I wrote 15 years ago or 20 years? I mean, it's it's. I funny. think he says something like, that'll do or something like that. He says it when they show yeah. the product and he does the read yeah. of with flavors and blah, blah, blah about it, you know, hydrating drink, whatever, but. It's just funny the way he kind of looks at the camera like, this is weird. And that kind of hit it for me. Also, if we're talking about the, the fun stuff, I like the Skittles ad. I think it was real early. It was either the second or third break. Actually, I have the order of – it was the sixth ad to run, and it had the guy throwing Skittles at the window for Instead Katie. Of the pebbles, yeah. Yeah, and he was saying, Katie, Katie, and the family was rotating around catching the Skittles in their mouths, and then the, the, the pet, the grandma, the burglar, the police officer chasing the burglar – and then finally, like, some varmint from outside is snuck in the house and eats the Skittle. And it's funny because it's just so weird and creative. But at the, And Skittles, Skittles, as opposed to buy an 84 Lumber, doesn't really need any brand recognition. So they have to go for something to catch you because everyone – I say everyone. I'm not a big fan of, of absolutes, but most know who Skittles are or is. Yeah, you know, the thing I would say is really funny. It didn't seem big enough. Mm. Like, like when you think about – I would agree. When you think about what Skittles is, and it is almost ubiquitous that everybody, you know, Skittles is in most people's decision sets when they're looking I've at I've seen cars that people personally wrap with Skittles yeah. logos. So it's almost not big enough. Like, that's almost like uh, an NBA playoffs. But, I mean, Marshawn Lynch has t in inexorably tied Skittles to, to football now. I, I would just say that maybe it wasn't even big enough. I mean, funny, well done, and again – one of the things that, that makes that a good ad is it ties to a trope that we already know. It, it goes back and ties to something, throwing the pebbles at the window. It's something none of us have ever done. But they could have gone political because their tagline is taste the rainbow. And yeah. they could have done a whole, like, I mean, you can, without me even saying it, you could get how you could have jumped into the political conversation, had somebody given Skittles to all types of different people and done a taste the rainbow and we're yeah. all But Skittles has shareholders. Skittle, and not only that, it, or it doesn't, Mars or it doesn't need it. to do that. It's yeah. candy. Yeah. It's not life. 
it's not a political issue. It's a candy. You know what I'll say? I'll throw this in about political advocacy. If it's such a ripe time to do it, why weren't there any advocacy groups advocating? Affordability would, would be my first thing. Well, my thing is, of- is, 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 let's say you want to do that. Let's say you want to use that spot. And, and look, I'm baffled by this, guys. And again, I'm as neutral on this. I see both sides other than the technical oh, I'm not ta- arguments. Yeah, neither one of us are taking like any said, positions a beautiful, on this. beautiful story. I would love to see a movie based on this woman. And, and Look, I'm a fifth-generation I'll tell you before we get into Bush. Well, the Bush ad was the, kind of funny. The Bush for what ad it was. was kind of funny. Bush. The, the Budweiser ad. I'm a fifth generation German immigrant, so the immigration thing is kind of wonky with me. Frankly, being a Caucasian immigrant, it's a little, <laughs> which is I think the kind of basis for why why Budweiser's in a in a, a weird spot. It's easy to jump off one side or the other, but in the neutral, why wouldn't you? back an advocacy group whose job it is to do this. Look, 84 Lumber, I'm sorry, your job is to sell lumber and screws and nuts and bolts. There are people who who specialize in this. And this goes back to one of my other things is, is just swim in your own lane sometimes is, is what I think the best thing is. You could have given that money to somebody who did it better, well, and who could do it better. My argument against all this is we can argue advocacy or not is coming back to is your brand all of a sudden alienating part of your market? Yeah. And that, and at the end of the day, do you want to be advocating for something that might be the greatest cause in the world? Hey, we all want fresh, clean air. Hey, we all want good food. Hey, what if something that 99% can agree safety. on? Safety. 99% Which can we agree, can't on. agree on. Now. No, but most of the stuff you can you can be creative, funny. You can tell a story that's got this a powerful story, but I don't think you need to alienate. And my point to that is, and this one I think will, will kind of be fun, not funny, but it's interesting to me, is that Coca-Cola had an ad right at the beginning of the Super Bowl. It was, it was right before the coin toss, and I think they were singing uh, America. Uh, and, America the Beautiful. Yeah, right. and they had it sung in four or five or six different languages. Maybe it was three or four. I don't know. but it was, And it was showing people of, of different nationalities and backgrounds and races singing the song. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, it's a beautiful ad again, well-produced, great, and I got it. And then at the same time, I'm watching the feed on my phone come, came up with a, a Washington Post article. It says right here, what four types of American nationalism can tell us about Trump voters? And it says, nearly half of all Democrats say you're only a real American if you're Christian, speak English, and were born in the United States. That's Democrats. This isn't about the, oh, the hard right-wing Republican. It's saying half of the Democrats think that and so i'm sitting here comparing now, that let me, to the let, coke ad and i'm going and i don't care what you yeah. are or what you think but i'm thinking if that's really if half democrats think this according to this poll yeah and you just made an ad where they're singing about america and showing the statue of liberty or whatever it showed and i don't even remember all the all the imagery but you've just got a group that's probably sitting there going that doesn't speak to me well and my question towards that research is is that you know, it's washington i'm just quoting the washington post would, would here. this the, isn't would, my opinion would the liberal progressive mindset be that that's what they say but i disagree with it you know what i'm saying it may not be that i'd identify that oh you're only really and, an american and by the way that was a it, it was a good ad by code yeah. it was very touching but my point is is why even discriminate against anyone and they said well we're not discriminating it's an ideal but you're it's, when somebody it's not about the out. politics. It's about the marketplace. My boss would, if I brought him half these ads, would just show me the door. Would probably point the door and go, well, go is, ahead and walk on out of here. Well, the thing is, is, is again, what's your job? And Coke has done such a good job of, of showing diversity and, and showing inclusion because, I mean, 
There's not much more. Cool. And universal. they did it again here. They did it again here. It was it was a great spot. There's not much more universal than sharing a coke with somebody. I mean, which is weird that, I mean, you talked about brand pinnacle. I mean, look, I talk about Nike a lot just as far as how to brand visually. No ads in the Super Bowl. But Nike. Coke? But Coke? Were I mean, there, it's like an institution. Were there any shoe ads in the Super Bowl? I don't think there was. I don't remember any any of those. I mean, the thing is, look, I'll tell you this. Look, we haven't talked about the general overview. The game was the best commercial of all. Yeah, for for the NFL, for the for the drama of it, for for Goodell. Well, if we just want to go for tradition, and you know, I've probably watched. I don't know how 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 old we've are since we remember Super Bowls, but thirty of them, I would guess, yeah. that you can recall. I Bud think, Bowl, Bud Bowl is. I think deal. advertising this was the worst Super Bowl I've seen. I think it was the most blasé. We have a meeting at my office after this sometime today to talk about are we going to write a blog post? And I almost canceled this podcast just because they were. Just so mediocre. There's too much high tension. Everyone wants to get political. And then the ad that wins the USA Today ad meter is the Melissa McCarthy. Is it McCarthy or McCarty? McCarthy. McCarthy. She's Jenny McCarthy's cousin, believe it or not. Really? Well, she's funny. Oh, yeah. But she, uh, and so is Jenny McCarthy. The ad that wins was kind of like anti-politics. Like the, she was, she was spending her life like for every single mission she could go. And then they're like, it's hard to be an eco warrior, but it's not hard if you have this car. And I was like, Huh, kind of like picking on the other stuff in a sort of roundabout way with the rhino like spearing her yeah. in the back. It's kind of like, I mean, if that's your bag, I, frankly, with a group that is easy to offend, I can't believe there wasn't like, you know, a lot more like, don't make light of the whales. Yeah. And, the, and At which, again, politically, I, it's I, a good ad, though. It's a funny spot. It, it, it didn't appeal to me very much. It's odd the choice. To politicize, I guess that's on the other side. To politicize an ad for fun—that's like you kind of expect that on SNL, where where um, the same weekend um, Alec Baldwin can can say things that would be considered anti-Semitic because it had context in in playing off of the Holocaust speech. Even the audience kind of groaned at some of them. I thought was was strange. But then there's some things you could pick on at the right time and not. And back to your point, guys, we're just. Unplugging. It's a. It's a hundred million people getting together to watch a game. Have together. a have some nachos and a cold drink and watch a football game. I don't need to sit there and have Uncle Political Bob. Just settle down for a minute. Let's just eat some popcorn, crack open a beer, and relax. Yeah, That's, it's the Super Bowl that we're not watching. The State of the Union. We're not watching the political the, conventions. The, the Doritos fan made spots were missing. Like, where was the where I, was I the think fun? during the Republican and Democratic national conventions? We need to have football games. Because they jump into all our junk. So for those sports junkies, I want to jump into that stuff. When they take the TV over for a week and every night there's speeches from candidates, let's have a football game during yeah. it. Why not? And we can sell ads. I want, I want to go back to my point about, about the, the, commer- the, the game being a commercial is Terry Bradshaw gets up at the end and, and looks at, at Belichick and says, we're wondering who the greatest coach ever was, and here he is. I mean, we got some evidence, but we really can't if say t- that. Terry Bradshaw should have put a stain on his shirt live. Because that would have been funny. Why wouldn't Tide have done that? That That's like, you go through this big minute-long thing with Jeffrey Tambor where... Or, sorry to interrupt, he changes shirts during the game. Like, something like... What they, a get of Tide. tie-in to be live advertising without putting the word Tide on where you said, I saw that in the commercial, now he's got the shirt, but, what but a then get. he's got another shirt. What a get if you did that when he's doing the trophy because all the controversy surrounding it. But anyway, it seems like to point to Brady and Belichick, which, look, the performance was there. Yeah. It, it was, anyway. So I'm going to go through. There were 41 
ads in the uh, first half. 41 ads in the first half. Before the local. Just in case you don't, because I, oh, I, I talked to some people let's who... Don't, let's don't even give credit to the local ads. Well, they were well, so terrible. Well, let's just talk about the formatting. So really, so your first half, in case you have a question about how this runs, maybe this will draw you into the middle of it. We use this in our text. Because if people have questions about this. It's not really explained anywhere. So in the first half game time, it's all national insertion, as you could imagine, right? Those are the multi-million dollar spots. The only time there are local insertions and regional insertions are pre-game and um, post-game. And then there's a block right after the half that your local provider has to pop in. And no one is going to listen to this podcast that was advertising in that local local break. But I'm going to say this. It's kind of like the brands being political advocates. Stop. If you're going to – I can just see – Jim Bob or Jenny Bob at home going, going. I just bought a. I, we bought some Super Bowl ads, and yet you're putting an ad in there that I could shoot on my iPhone with no scripting within five minutes and be better than yours. There's a community bank on this that bought a $1,200 distress space Super Bowl ad that that went out with a handheld and put it on there. I guarantee you, they're and and it's bragging to all their. We we got a super see our Super Bowl ad and probably are going to get sued by NFL for saying Super Bowl on their face. Super Owl. Superb owl. Yeah, I mean, just so you understand, that's how it goes. And and, and to you advertisers out there, in case you haven't considered it, um, multi-location um, banks are, are – this, this is an opportunity for you that you you might um, not understand that a lot of your region is going to be watching this. And you could buy a spot in in the four-figure range. I mean, it may be 5000 up into – for a small market – Tupelo, Mississippi is probably the smallest DMA that has one of the cheapest single insertions. Yeah, but we bought in in Nashville. We bought in in Jackson. We yeah. could have bought in in Atlanta, and we chose not to because it was three times as much. But Just because it had a team. We're in still it. we're still and, spending and, a, a getting a nice spend, and um, and we partnered up with some Facebook to go with it, and some Instagram and stuff that kind of partnered with it. And, were we looking for political advocacy? No, we're just looking for brand ID because we're a new bank in those markets. And I and here's the other thing. Relating to our industry on this podcast, there were no bank advertisements during the game. I did not see one bank advertisement during the game. Last year, I think SunTrust, maybe Regions had a spot. I know SunTrust did because they did that kind of deal where they wanted you to go look at your life cycle of banking products you had. And all yeah, it was kind of like a product thing. It, and then, it and was then Regions kinda, was a feel-good spot, yeah, and I it, think. Yeah, but they were both decent spots, and they weren't political. They were just about the brand and trust. Which is what banks need to push is trust. I mean, let's don't – if you're going to do a brain And spot, name ID. Yes, name ID trust because we have some bad actors that have cost us a lot of our equity over the years. But to that, I didn't see any big bank ads. I didn't I didn't see any uh, – shoe. I, I thought athletic apparel ads were, were wildly absent for some reason. And then – Cars, and then, I think, was probably the, the biggest slice of the pie. There was you a lot, had of, Buick, you lot had, of cars. Um, so let me run down this. First three ad breaks of the game were, th- were three 30-second spots. Then the fourth ad break had six spots in it. A couple were 15 seconds. Let and, everybody get settled in. And then they went fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth uh, were three-second, three 30-second spots. Then the ninth break had four. And then 10, 11, 12 had three each, which equaled 41 for the first half. Let me tell you some of the ads that I think were just whatever. It- By the way, let me interject. Golden, golden Owl research goes to, to Johnny O. Hostess with the mostest over here. Oh, I, I was taking taking my notes like I was a giddy sixth grader in science class once Giving again. Giving a book report. Yeah, but so the ads that I thought were kind of 
throwaway as bad as sex. I know people work hard on this. I thought the Google Country Road ad with the with the that's, I'm sorry with it, it's already been on TV. Like, don't build up and spend ten million on a spot or five million. Well, they or 4 said million. that it was new for this, but I think what you're doing is is I mean, there's just so many players out there. There's yeah. there's a le- that I, I thought so too, and I looked it up, and I think this is new for the Super Bowl. But it's but it's but I've seen the ad with the song. Maybe it was different imagery. Yeah, so I don't know. Michelin tires. It was boring. It was blase. What, I got to get. Is that the one? Like just everybody hugging. Yeah, it was just blase. Like and that's see. Look, let's go back to this. Avocados, I liked it with the Illuminati, though. I thought that was funny. Yeah. In a way, it wasn't the best, but, but it, it was. But they've had, like, anyway, I, the avocado co-op, I guess that's why they're $3 a piece or whatever. Yeah. Let me run through it real quick. Schwarzenegger, Mobile Strike. Same old, same old. One-liners. H&R Block, IBM co-brand. They put themselves together with John Ham from Matt. John Ham's correct, right, from John Mad Men? Yep. Yeah. So he did tax. Ah, yeah, okay, whatever. Then came Skittles. That was the sixth ad. I thought it was pretty funny. That kind of got me going. And then out of Skittles came the Bush ad with the Bush when he cracked it, which was funny, but it like I was kind of waiting for something else funny at the end of it. But it was still pre- like people were going to hey, go to places look, Name ID, name ID, name ID worked real well. Ah, and then after Bush came the Petroleum Institute. It was an oil spot, and it showed all the things that petroleum makes with plastics yeah, and other yeah, but stuff. We all do know what the Petroleum Institute is, right? Yeah, it's. It's, it, a, it's, it's, it's like it's the, drilling and gas. It's like, the sm- it's like the smoking institute. Yeah. And so right after that one was a, a Watch goat. Thank You for Smoking if you want a more Great info. movie. One of my favorite movies. <laughs> oh, just so um, good. Oh, speaking of that, Aaron Eckhart is in. Shows up for like two seconds as a warrior, a battle, a patriot one or of something. those download ads. I was like, Aaron, just, man. Yeah, like just cashing in for a second. But, but He's a great actor, too. I love oh, Aaron Eckhart. So good. Anyway. Two-Face showing up. Uh, wasn't that his name? In yeah, the, Two-Face. Yeah. Uh, Not two phase. Go that would be a great rap name, by the way. Two phase would be good. By the way, speaking of rap names, we're going to digress here, but I think it's funny. How many? There were, I think, six to eight ads. I'm trying to because there was another police cop show that Fox was pushing for 24 Legacy, and all I can see is Dr. Dre from NWA. Yeah, because he's running down with the gun. In his yeah, head. he's the yeah he was. And Dre. they and one of the ads they even say from. Uh, from the movie Straight, Straight Out of Compton. Yeah. And like, I kept, oh, that's right. And, but I kept thinking, why is Dr. Dre in 24? Did he kill, did he kill Jack Bauer? Because Jack Bauer? it's Dre Day on 24 Legacy. So anyway, that, that threw me off the whole oh, yeah. time. So I'm glad you brought up the uh, – we go. Anyway, GoDaddy, then there was uh, – GoDaddy Internet, here's the deal I'll throw out. Sprint did that, like, exact same commercial four years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the exact the same, same ad. Same spot. Yeah, so, and you can't find it online anyway. Well, they probably pulled it down because they were embarrassed. But anyway, <laughs> uh, there was a Life Water ad with music and color. It was nice and pretty, but it wasn't memorable. Uh, Tom Brady doing the dropping stuff. I thought it was kind of yeah, the intel. Like, yeah, yeah, he would like drop food on the floor and he ate, it, and it was saying how with the phone now you could do like uh, I think some three sixty. Well, it was talking about what was going on during the game. I just intel like I guess they probably had a spot for bringing the drones or whatever. Like it yeah. may have been a like free insert, but again, not like. Nothing, just nothing. Somebody just, should have sponsored the drones in the halftime show. They to did. Sell their brand. Well, who was it? Was there a drone? Com- it was Intel doing yeah. the drones. Does Intel make drones? Well, I mean, they powered the they AI the software. That made them. Uh, Another point Cam- of Cam Newton ad was I thought was pretty funny. I'd seen it before. I thought they could have done better, but it was pretty. It was. I like the chest bump and when he was trying. Yeah, to he's chest trying bump to get down kids. the chest bump. That's pretty funny. Buick's Buick's messaging is right. Like I like I could like that messaging like oh I can't believe it's a Buick. So but the it's self, still granddad's car. The self-deprecation. It's still granddad's car. Like, do you know, 
I'm I'm 40, turned 40 this year. You're what, 37, 36? Yeah. So you know our ages now, and so you can guess our worldview, but uh, or assume it. But well, I don't, not really, because everybody our age. Here's the thing. I don't know anyone that drives a Buick under 60. Do you know? Do you have any friends? Look, I have a pretty good friend circle. I mean, you do too. Friends on social media, I got, lots of friends. I got, I got binders of friends. I got, yeah, binders of friends. I got buddies. Uh, gal, Ross, gal pals, whatever you want. Rachel. Yeah, Chandler. 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 Um, but uh, And Zach and uh, AC. But uh, but none of my friends have Buicks, and I, I don't know anyone that drives. I, I literally seen, don't know anyone that drives a Buick other than my grand. I haven't seen a Buick. I mean, like that's I, what's so funny. The surprise ad. I think I'd be more surprised. Like, oh, they do look good because I think they do look good. It's a good looking car, but it'd be like if one of my buddies put up a Buick, I'd be like, "You drive a Buick?" I mean, that would be my. Yeah. And then he'd be like, "Let me show you all this cool stuff it does." I'm like, "Great," but. And GM does a great job with this um, integration with with um, Apple products. They do, and I, I feel like Buick is trying to turn the corner on a brand that no one under fifty would even consider. That's yeah. my and that's my opinion. And so, so it's that argument. So because they had Tiger Woods, yeah. they had Shaquille O'Neal, well, they've got Cam Newton. I think there's that strategy of do you do you play to your base or do you capture um, available market? And I think they're trying to capture available market. Probably, and look, they got more money um, and and smarter people than me on their team, but it just kind of maybe seems like. Well, my question is, will Buick be around in twenty years, in 10, 20 years? It's but like it may be. Will people grow into? Do people grow into Buick? Like, well, the do they is, become? Is you? I, I think you're going to see a brand, a brand col- consolidation and collapse, just like, like Oldsmobile, Pontiac, like Pontiac, Pontiac Oldsmobile. I think you're going to see. I almost uh, said Pontiac. Pontiac Oldsmobile. <laughs> Um, I think you're going to see Buick have to have to merge into Cadillac or vice versa. I mean, I don't think there's room in GM's arsenal to have these. I mean, like an agency advertises for Cadillac and then for just, for Buick, and they're so similar in their demo that you know it, it's like Chevy's going to get some Cadillac's of those. Cadillac's got some definite panache. I mean, like, yeah, I drive a Cadillac in a heartbeat. I just can't afford to drive one. I don't think, or the one I would want, which would be. An Escalade, and I'd be yeah. like a baller driving down the street, but I'm not going to pay seventy, eighty thousand for or more for a SUV. But my point on that is, well, that's just the price I point think, for SUVs. Yeah, now. I think yeah, true. So maybe I will. But anyway, we've talked about a Buick as a product. I don't, I don't know who they're advertising to because I feel like they're choosing a new demographic to try to appeal their brand to. And at least they know that it's like it's a Buick. Like it's so surprising. At least they know that. I mean, they show that on there. So then we came out of the Cam Newton ad. We had the uh, Marvel movie. You're a Marvel fan. The Logan, isn't that the Wolverine movie or whatever? Yeah. I mean, it opens in March. I mean, you. so just so you understand, think about, think back. I think it was 96, 97. I can't remember when Independence Day came out. But that was the first time a movie advertised in the Super Bowl was an Independence Day teaser. And I think it's good. I think it's a good strategy like you when you think about uh, some restaurants advertise in the morning so they get you before you – or, or Jimmy Dean or, or Ego in the morning. Yeah, it's great brand placement. So, oh, I'm going to be hungry, or I'm yeah. hungry. I wish I had my Jimmy Dean. I'm going to go get some. I think since it comes out on March 3rd, it's like the first big release movie, and it's kind of out of that summer break. Well, February 10th has the Batman Lego movie. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's not this huge as the other one. Yeah, yeah, but um, I mean, which I think Batman Lego movie, the 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 um, 
the the Lego movie was probably the most surprising one of those movies. I went expecting some brain dead thing. It's awesome. And it is really good <laughs> yeah. and, and thoughtful. And supposedly Batman carries that. First like, time. Well, I mean, it, it explores, you know, the darkness of losing your family. And then can't, uh, anyway. Kind of better. But, but it's an R movie. I mean, Logan's an R movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so we, so I'm just going to go through these so we can get in a timely manner. Next was the Justin Bieber T-Mobile ad with Gronk and Terrell Owens. Burr, burr, it, it tried burr. too hard, in my opinion. It, I, I, it, it look, had, it's getting panned. It's like the lowest, like on the it ad meter. It tried too hard. And again, I, Bieber. Why, why does Bieber host it instead of Gronk? Like, I would flip them out. I mean, Bieber doesn't look for for anything anybody would say. Bieber is our greatest hope to have another JT. I mean, because his pop tunes—he's talented. Have you ever seen the guy play the drums and all of his? I mean, the guys—the guys are talented. I don't listen to his music, but but he can't shed his own little like that little transitional adolescence. I mean, the guy had to grow up in front of cameras. Let's give him a little bit of empathy here. If somebody had a camera on you in in, in your eighth and ninth grade years when you're trying to figure out who you are. Yeah, okay. It wouldn't be quite so cool. Good but. message. Unlimited celebration. Just white, sweet, Gronk, caveman. Like, what was... Yeah, the shimmy, shake, shimmies. Anyway, I wasn't a fan of that one. Uh, but let's flip back. It came on in the second half. T-Mobile, I thought, redeemed itself with the Martha Stewart Snoop Dogg ad, which I thought was hilarious when she said cannabis. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Cannabis. And, and, you know, she was going through all the different kind of punny images, hints of... Uh, of um, the old uh, Snoop Dogg medicine. So I don't anyway. know, man. That it, It's good. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I, I just don't know how you sell cell phones. That, that's a weird market. Like, you talk about bank being parody product and, yeah. like, trying to scoot well, somebody the other thing over. about a cell phone is there's a new one out every six months to a year, uh, on whether it be the Android or the, the Apple. And so you're selling a new product that's coming out. Plus, so you've got contracts, you've got phones, you've got reliability, you've got all this different stuff that a cell phone can do. And everyone can go get one, and it's just such a changing market that I guess it's just brand ID and trying to catch someone's attention. Well, look, the things are like T-Mobile and Sprint, which in a larger city you see more Sprint and T-Mobile, but like that's not even really an option. I mean, I don't see the you know yeah. I don't see the stores. So, it's kind of weird. So after Justin Bieber, there was a football ad that got cut off, so that would have made me angry. It ran for like half of it and just cut short, and they said we're back. If you remember that, yeah. Uh, then we went into another one. They had a uh, so this is the one I wrote down, and I actually had a friend text some friends text me about it because some ad nerds like us, and it was the Airbnb ad, and I think it's it's somewhat controversial. And it's one of the ones where I'm like, why even go there? I mean, yes, you accept everyone because guess no, not because of the way they look. You accept them because they pay. Well, well, and the rest of it is I will say, and I'm not going to go into details about it, but it is based on the user of Airbnb on the host. And I have, I feel... The right to turn someone down. If well, you, well, that, but I have been discriminated by it. I have been, when when I found out I was a, a um, and I'll just be frank here, a white southern male going to an area, I think somebody assumed my political whatever, which, look, we're not, we're not going to travel. My, my politics are, are in the voting booth, just so everybody understands. I try my best to be neutral because, what, one... I don't know that my ideas are the best ideas, but it was. Um, it, there were some questions, um, and then no, I'm not. Um, I'm not even going to tell you where, so it, so, so you can't. But, but it was. It wasn't about gender and ethnicity. Well, so let me, I'll say that. Let me say a couple things here. One is Airbnb. To in my, this is my opinion. Our brand doesn't either. So let's just throw that out there. Airbnb doesn't have a strong enough logo to stand all by itself. 
No, I mean, they because just they rebranded sh- a couple of years they ago. Because sh- they had the logo appear sort of in the corner bottom. And the first thing I thought was the black and white, black or white video by Michael Jackson when it mm-hmm. was kind of groundbreaking to change the faces. This didn't even do the, the face morphing. It was just like PowerPoint slides coming over with faces of different ethnicities. And then they put it on there, and I did not know it was an Airbnb spot until someone texted me and said, did you catch the Airbnb spot? And I literally wrote down, and I, literally, I get tired of using that word, but I wrote it down on, I said, we, hashtag we accept what brand. I, yeah. put, I, I put on my notes, what brand. And then some, a friend texted me and said, "Did you? what did you think about the Airbnb spot? And I said, I didn't know it was an Airbnb spot. So forget the political advocacy. Forget the fact that Airbnb better accept everybody that applies now because they've taken that stand. So to your point, if they turn somebody down. But, but it's not they. It's, 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 it's the, the host. Yeah. So you've got. And so they're making a stand. It's for, a weird. And to the end of that, I don't know that anyone knows this Airbnb. Well, here's the thing is it's okay. I mean, look. 1A classification is, is the last group. And look, I'm not in defense. Is the last group it's okay to discriminate against. And look, I've, I've, I get it. I get it. I get it. But the point is, John is exactly right. Now, now you have to. And the thing that bothers me is I love Airbnb. Um, sorry, I'm a Hilton holder too. So I support our hotels and all that. But um, I like the experience that they give. I mean, there's there there are a couple of neighborhoods that when I travel to b- bigger cities, I like to go be part of the neighborhood, which is really the advertising message of Airbnb. You get to go be a local. I get to go to their coffee shops and eat eat the restaurants. So I'm for Airbnb. I want them to succeed, no matter their. Oh, I've stayed in my love b- because Great. because I like the product. But here's the danger. So let me give this advice that like anybody wants to hear white southerner from Mississippi talk about this is. I want you to be in business, Airbnb, because I know you're listening to this. The fragmentation of their message is going to destroy them. They're in fights over cities, over micro-legislation. Against hotels. Against hotels, against city councils, against this and that. And now they're going to take this big advocacy stand. Guys, you got to be in business to be in business. And this is what I tell those startups who want to go out and raise money. The first thing you got to do to go take your stand is to get on solid footing, to be in the unassailable position. That's the danger of me even so, saying what I say so now. So let me jump in on that one. The car company that did the uh, women's equal pay, or it wasn't Audi. equal pay, Audi. Audi did the kind of equal, I don't know if it was pay, but it was equal stance. And yeah. so my first, Am I going to have to explain to my daughter, which yeah, I have two daughters. And I have a daughter as well. And first part is, is there anyone, while, while it's, it's one of those kind of like institutional bad things that is not made it around where it is yet. Is anyone actually, they might have actually chosen the right political advocacy because is anyone actually against equal pay? I mean, I, I know I'm I i know I'm way for it and I, I'm way for it and I love it. My problem is this one with this. There's no argument, but I do think there's an awareness issue. I think statistically, I, I mean, same role. I, I do think the statistics play out that maybe there is an awareness thing. But again, is it Audi's, I mean, like me, I, if you look at my payroll records, it, it proves out that I am for equal pay. But you just hit Audi's on exactly job? where I was going. Is Audi prepared to have a reporter show up at their shareholder meeting and raise their hand and go, please show me your books? Where it's, where it's statistically even across the Are you the board? paying everyone equally? Because if you're going to advocate for it, are you actually doing it? And guess what? They may be. And if they are, that's awesome. But my point on that is, sort of like the 84 lumber not telling you to go to a site and then the story not being there because you didn't have enough bandwidth to get everyone on there, is Audi ready to have someone put them under scrutiny and say, hey, 
are you paying everyone equally? Are you hiring equally? And they may be, but there's a point raised there that are you prepared to back up your stance you just made? Well, and here's the thing. Even even the big guys get it wrong sometimes. I would not necessarily be surprised if they're like, oh, we didn't. I mean, it happens. Let's talk about a few more. Pirates of the Caribbean or Caribbean, whichever one you want to say. What do you did you? I, I thought the spot was good because they well, had I mean, they had some classic. What was the music? Which, I'm trying to remember the song. I really liked it. Uh, oh, I don't remember it. I remember when I saw it. I was like, "That's a." It was like a rock it, song. Or it something. was. Um, uh, now I can't. remember. But then Johnny Depp pops up with mud all over him, and he's he's. I'm back. Blah blah blah. Well, I mean, the thing is, is you're gonna watch. You're gonna watch those movies. I don't know which one I haven't seen because I think they're all the same one. But you know that thing's gonna make however many. Well, it's like the dollars. Fast and the Furious had the one that had just some unbelievable special effects, like they're driving with a submarine. <laughs> it was just nuts. So I mean, but that's got a built-in audience. Yeah, it's not discriminating. It's trying to just get every cool car guy out there to, or gal out there to watch it. The yearbook spot I thought was interesting with with Honda the yeah, CRV, but they, but they made a big deal about it before. Like the, it, they didn't. So so here's an argument that I would I would posit throw out there to the group is we have clients who won't let us unveil a spot on social media till it runs on TV. And and my argument against that has been get the eyeballs wherever you can. But on this, it's kind of like you you kill your you kill your hook. The interest. Now, you need to have it ready and all that, but I watched that ad before the Super Bowl, so when I saw it, it's like, spoiler alert, I've, you know, I don't have to watch this. But very well done. I mean, good effects. Probably paid a lot of actors for not a whole lot of... The shirt stain with Terry Bradshaw, and then it flipped back to the... To the other guy with the stain on his shirt in the second spot, yeah. and then what's his name at home watching? Had it. continuity, and he was watching. He was he was at home like not again. I thought one thing was funny about Sprint, where the car crash, where the guy was faking his death to get out of his contract. I thought it was funny with the disclaimer at the bottom said, "This is extremely illegal." It said, "Do not try this. It's extremely illegal." Which the ad was kind of dumb to me. It wasn't even it was, clear. Like it was clear that he was what he was doing, but it wasn't like clear, clear. Does that make? I don't know if that makes sense to anybody. It was like... I thought the disclaimer was funny. It's extremely illegal to fake your death. Coke had a music and food. It was just a solid spot. I don't think it moved anybody, but it was a solid spot. Hulu came in with a couple ads for some TV shows. So did Netflix. They had a couple of uh, different spots for... Um, well, look, I'm just ready for Stranger Things. I would have... <laughs> Would have rather watched Stranger Things season two than the commercials from last for, night. For Breeze talking about halftime. Can I just throw in spam? That how much I want spam right now. That was great. That was great. Now we were texting during that. And I said it made you want to go get spam, and you even said I'm about to go to the store and get spam. I thought that was great because they showed the product. And my part was I said why didn't an ad agency get in the room? Because spam has lost its brand as a meat or whatever it is, and it's, it's meat. And look, spam is shoulder pork. That's what that SP stands for. It is. And, but it's lost its panache as a brand and a meat because everyone now, I, I, I say everyone, sorry about that. I believe most professionals or people of the, the internet age, when they hear spam, they think email. Yeah, if you they did a word usage study, that people, if people said the word spam. And who am I to say this? I would have come back with like, we're getting our brand back. Some of us spam, spam playoff on it. Well, I mean, somebody could be upset about receiving spam. And but someone's really happy, happy about it. Yeah. yeah. So like, well, you, you, you got spam. So if you're listening, spam, we can make this happen. Yeah, we'll do the Gary V thing and do like Budweiser. We didn't talk about Budweiser at all. What about Alfa Romero with four car ads that were just like the most average car ad I've ever seen? Just 
It's a car. It's that, a red blase. car driving. It's a but car. They, but they sponsored the thing in a car that 1% of people can even think about affording. The Humpty Dumpty tax, turbo tax on the wall. I'd already seen it. Or I'd already see the first version of this newer version. So it's kind of, but it was, it was what it was. Lexus had a dance ad. I thought it was stupid. <laughs> Sorry, Lexus. Oh, I it's, like, it's ranked super I love low. Lexus, but whatever. Let's see. Squarespace with John Malkovich I thought was actually pretty good. Well, this thing's been running forever. This, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, a version of it. I mean, it's just, you got one of the best actors on the planet just riffing with a phone. And Cold as Ice with Wendy's. Did you see that one? Hair dryer. A lot he of was, gold. A lot of gold. Yeah. So you had that. The Bud Spot. Immigration spot. Yeah, so so here's the deal. You know, everybody's like, this is a political thing. Maybe so. I want to. I want to know. the The biggest curiosity I, I I come out with is I want Anheuser Busch to say, when did they make the spot? We because I mean, it was look. Just so you know, a spot that big with a ship. It wasn't shot three day, four days before. Whether the band, that was a practical week and a half or ago. CG, that was that that was planned before. So did they mean for it to be political? And the other thing is, is I think the beer drinking. Budweiser drinking American public doesn't really want to be involved in the immigration debate. Look, as a as again as a German as as a kid of a kid of a kid of a German immigrant, I'm like, well, if Trump never happens, if this ad was in last year's Super Bowl, I think it. I still think it's an awesome spot. I really do. I, I like. The it was ad. a great spot. It was about perseverance. All that. I, they can't help where they came from. I mean, but that's the thing. And part of me even thinks they might have lucked or bad lucked themselves yeah. into the ad playing when it did. And, and someone said, "Oh, don't be innocent." They maybe, maybe not. I yeah. don't know anybody cutting the ads at Budweiser. But my point. I do want to know if they intend. I, yes. I, I really want. Even if they lie or or whatever, one way or the other, and say we didn't mean to or did, I want somebody to make a statement. Daytona 500 had a bunch of ads in there. Well, that's Fox. That's your thing. But how many? Fox. How much time does Fox? I guess maybe they internally charge themselves back against it. I bet they do. With the FX, with the 24 Dr. Dre Legacy, with the Daytona 500. I wonder how many spots they actually like charge themselves that either they couldn't sell or didn't sell. Zelda made a comeback. There was a commercial for Zelda. The other one was the uh, dirty phone call for, for uh, I believe it was T-Mobile. But they oh, talked well, so much about Verizon, I thought it was a Verizon spot because they had the— but, Ver- but it's old. The Verizon operator on the line talking to yeah. the SNL actress, and she's talking to him and eating candy and having the— The Fifty Shades of Grey, where yeah. Kristen Shaw comes in. I thought that was pretty good because um, I, I kept trying to Shazam the song. It may just be commercial music. But. And Morgan Freeman with Turkish Airlines. Of course, Morgan Freeman is just Morgan Freeman. I mean, he's awesome. But I, I, I guess I live in such a small market that I don't see Turkish Airlines, so it didn't appeal to me. But, you know, if you're in New York or L.A. or somewhere, I'm sure that's probably pretty cool. Uh, Alexa had some little 15-second pop-ins that were just the average Alexa spot. That I think, you know, me. Alexa and this Google Home thing is like the thing you get your son-in-law when you can't figure out something else. I him. mean, I think that's what that is, um, which is not a bad position to be in the marketplace. King, it, it, King Hawaiian buns had a little drop down. Forget that. Uh, that was, there was a Wix.com. I didn't really get what they were getting at the website deal. What's up with Goat? Like, the, GoDaddy, I've never understood this. So like, GoDaddy and then the dot-com boom and bust of, like, I guess they need people to know they can build websites. Like, I don't care. Um, Wix and Squarespace and all that are are, um, are decent little low-budget, you know, template sites. Normally look beautiful, but, like, Somebody like, yes, I'm going to go launch my web business today. And then Walking Dead had a couple spots. I guess the actor that actually won out of all this, other than Christopher Walken, 
because he they had, they ran that spot twice is The Rock. Yeah, Baywatch and and Fast and the Furious. Yeah. He had he had I think four different ads across the board or something like that show up. So anyway, there were approximately because you got to count the fifteen second the cut ins and the promos. There are approximately ninety spots during the Super Bowl, not counting halftime. So nine ninety spots ran. Uh, USA Today ad meter has Melissa McCarthy winning uh, with the most votes. I thought it was the bye 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 with uh, Christopher Walken and JT. But again, personal taste all in there. The political advocacy ones, I, one or two of them might have rated decently high, but I think it was more on production value because again, you're alienating thirty percent of your market uh, by doing that. So, if you're taking advice away from the Marketing Money podcast, and I don't tell you which way to lean towards any political issue, but I will tell you that if you're a brand and you're trying to sell, you try to sell to everybody. Money, although it is green in the physical form, doesn't take a form in a political advocacy. It takes the form of helping you. Well, and inclusivity is inclusivity no matter what. Yeah, and it helps you to increase sales. And that's the whole point of advertising to me is brand awareness to help your folks increase their sales, which increase revenue, create shareholder value, and makes a great company. And thus you have a great brand. And so in going through that long spiel, I think there were some some losers that didn't know that they lost last night because there's half of social media. As I told uh, Josh on the drive over here, I said my my Facebook feed is kind of like the election night. Half my friends are on there going, this was the best ad in the Super Bowl. And the other half are going, boycott that product. <laughs> and I'm sitting here going, it's, it, it might as well be election night again. Half the U.S. is saying boycott and half is saying go buy from them. And I'm going, okay, so you just teed off – 40% of the marketplace with an ad that didn't need to do that. Like, thank you, Skittles. Thank you, buy. Thank you, uh, some. I mean, some of these other ones. And thank you. Look, the thing you need to know right now. Because I don't want to do politics. I want to do football and advertising. For the rest of the week, for the rest of the week, you will never choke as bad or give up as great of an opportunity as leading by 25 points. And none of your interactions will be as awkward as Roger Goodell handing the Super Bowl trophy to to Kraft and to to Tom Brady. Sorry. True, true. So, so, so you're going to have a good week this week. Let me close this podcast giving a big shout-out to Shields Healthcare, the official MRI provider of the New England Patriots, for the best local spot that no one saw unless you lived in, in the New, New England. England market where Tom Brady is going in to get an MRI and he takes his four Super Bowl rings out and sets them in a locker before his MRI because they say, please take off any jewelry or metal items. And then he pulls a fifth one out of his pocket. And he says, oh, I almost forgot this brand new one because they shot it before. and they Because played it of superstition, at- I yes. cannot believe. And they, and they shot it before, played it right after they won in the first commercial break. If they lost, they weren't going to play it. And he takes the, takes the ring out and says, oh, I almost forgot my new one. And he sets it down. She says, I can trust you guys. And she says something like, oh, you've got another one. And he says, roger that and winks. Yeah. Just a shot at Roger Goodell in a local advertising in a market that just loves – of course, they it love Tom Brady. Their base. But they hate Roger Goodell because he's spinning him. So it, it's just best local spot because it had great creativity. It was – like when you saw the production, it wasn't Budweiser. It yeah. wasn't um, you know one of these big T-Mobile spots. But in other words, it was a great local spot. And the fact they took the risk and then he had the fifth ring – and then the little pun poke or whatever. I just Roger. can't believe for a local. I mean, these guys must have really taken care of Tom. Not not just to do the ad for them at probably at an affordable rate, but to do the 
the jinx of even talking and about you a know, fifth ring? You know, there's two versions, and at that station it was A or B, and B was probably just the four rings, and he says thanks and goes on to yeah. it or whatever. But anyway, so I'm going to give a shout-out to Shields Medical, uh, who no one from there will ever hear this as, what a way to go with a local spot, because local spots usually fall very short, and I thought that was as good in the copy as a, any national ad. So at the end, my favorite spot was the Christopher Walken JT, as, as we have droned on about. What was your favorite spot? The last one. The last one. Because it was done. Because it was done. <laughs> so anyway, that's our write-up on the uh, – or our write-up. Our, our talk-up, our soundy-offy talk on the uh, Super Bowl 51 and uh, – L-I. L-I. And so uh, as it, as maybe it should be 50 lie or something because it was a bunch of lying in the ads. Represent your brand and sell things and drive brand awareness – not political activism that turns off part of your market. That would be my advice. Uh, now, maybe it's maybe it's wrong, but that's the way that's the way I run our I run my. I got I got to jump in. We're we're wrapping up. But the thing is, what what you need to know statistically is this election shows that the most people in the world will ever be mad. If if um, Hillary wins by seventy percent or Trump wins by seventy percent, that means there's only thirty percent left to disagree. This is forty eight forty eight. Take out the popular vote of the voting public, which is by a third, but this is, I mean, the people who cared enough to vote. This is the most, I mean, 50-50 is, is the most that can disagree. And, and it's just a weird time, and it, it's, not, it's not strange that we would go political because um, passions are high, but this is the time where if you take one stand, I mean, like I said, I probably cost myself some business because people make assumptions about me and I'm politically neutral. It's just dangerous. It is, and... I Don't agree. risk the danger. I, I agree with that. So anyway, for the Marketing Money Podcast, it's John Oxford with Josh Mabus. And congratulations to the New England Patriots and to Lady Gaga and to Fox for uh, producing a, a decent Super Bowl on the production side and a good game at the end. So signing off, see ya. and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.